This episode of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast to help support this show. We're also brought to you by our PayPal supporters, paypal.me slash tie-dye-sheep, T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P. Pick your class and learn your battle points. Because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 134 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodman, joined by my brother and co-host, Sam Goodman. Hello there. In this episode, we'll be going over some of the recent tweets from Ben Walk, the community manager, as well as some posts and Ewok's return and departure. Let's get started. Okay, Sam, Ewok Hunt left last week. Yes, it did. And came back today. Yes, it did. In an April hotfix. Yes, it did. And it's going to be leaving Monday. <laughs> what? Yes. What? What? Cue the Darth Vader sound. What? Okay, I, I can put that in post. What? What? We'll fix it in post. So they're, they removed it. They added it first. They removed it. They added it again. Now they're going to remove it again. Yes, it will be leaving Monday for some reason. Time to slaughter all the Ewoks in the world. Yes. So if you enjoy the game mode, which... uh. We both really enjoy the game mode. You should be jumping in now while you can, because it'll soon be gone on Monday. So enjoy it while you can until it leaves on the 30th again. Uh, they, they are playing with my emotions so hard right now. Uh, wh- what do you think about this, Sam? I think it needs to stay a little longer. I'm not sure how long Rocket Jetpack Cargo stayed on for, but it feels like this one has been a lot shorter mm-hmm. on its time. Maybe just because it's a lot better. Yeah. But I do hope they add it as a complete game mode later in the span of Battlefront 2. From everyone that I've talked to, save a few, uh, it is a very popular game mode. I love it. It's uh, it's my favorite out of Battlefront 2. And that's saying a lot since all of the other game modes are really well done. I, I just think it's weird that they would get rid of it, bring it back... And then get rid of it again. Like I don't see, I don't see the logic behind that. Yeah, I mean, it's not an excuse for them to remove it to patch it because the servers would be down anyway, so it wouldn't affect anyone. So that's kind of weird. Yes. Another bit of news that happened in the past week: uh, Battlefront was the servers for Battlefront were down for about ten to twelve hours, uh, and during that time, your crafting parts or skill points and all of that were weren't being tracked properly so if there is a if you do have a problem with your 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 skill points or your progression they should have fixed it with the april hotfix and uh, another thing they have a an i'm sorry or apology crate for the downtime which comes with uh, a we're sorry emote as well as 80 crafting parts whoa uh, which you convert into two skill points and then uh, as well as some credits. I believe it's uh, like 500 or 1,000 credits. 500,000 credits? 500 to 1,000 credits. The communication that has been happening these this past week has been phenomenal. It is better than uh, any communication that Battlefront has had before. It is such an awesome time to be a fan of the series as well as keeping up with the news. Yeah, because we did hit a dry spot in the Battlefront news for a little while until Ewok Cunt came out and they started changing progression system a little before that. Benwalk took over as the community manager. 
Yeah. So it's, I'm glad to see that they're, you know, tweaking Ewok Hunt, even though it's a limited time only game mode. Yes. Because they didn't really tweak Jetpack Cargo apart from some minor things. Exactly. Like, I'm talking really minor. Yes. It's really cool to see them putting time and effort into fixing the, the limited time game mode Ewok Hunt. I just hope that this is an indicator that it is a game mode that will be staying. They just need to get it set up to where they can have it in the uh, multiplayer section of the game. And I hope all the hunts are somewhat along the lines of this one to where it's, you know, a group of rebels, I mean, uh, stormtroopers depending on what side, what faction. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a horror type fill. So like you were saying last episode, like if you were on Hoth, the snow would be so so thick that you can barely see in front of you. Mm-hmm. And then the wampas come. Yes. So like just have this kind of genre for all the hunts would be really cool. Because... They nailed the the horror aspect of the game. Like that, it is terrifying to be the last stormtrooper waiting for the transport. Yeah, you you just hear the little Ewok slowly creeping up behind you. You throwing hear, wisties at you, and you because the stupid shuttle is glitched that you can't walk up it. Have you ever had to where stormtroopers are blocking you from leaving because mm-hmm. there's a mosh pit, and then you're yes. stuck glass and die from wisties? <laughs> that is a problem. It's it's very abrupt when you do get into the, the shuttle as well. It's just like, oh my gosh, I'm in the shuttle. <laughs> what happened? Did I die? Yeah. And I mean, it's so weird. Like the time seems to vary for mm-hmm. the shuttle. Because like some game modes, like the shuttle will land and the stormtroopers will automatically board it. And sometimes it'll take a little while to board. I think it's tied to the amount of stormtroopers that have been converted. Yeah. Um I believe the more stormtroopers you have, the longer the transport tends to take, and yeah, the less uh, the, the less amount of stormtroopers that you have, the the less time it takes. Because if if you are just the last person, you need the shuttle to come as quick as possible. But mentioning that, let's talk about this hot fix, as they call it. Benwalk has been transforming the communication across all of the platforms. Super. Uh, super uh active in reddit on the forums uh they are moved they've moved up the release schedule for the patch notes so the patch notes will drop before the actual patch drops now Uh, everything's much more clear Uh, and on that same note these this is what uh, was changed in the hot fix they fixed some crash issues on the xbox one they fixed a lighting issue in a cave on indoor affecting Ewok hunt, fix an issue with troopers being able to climb trees in Ewok, and fix an issue where the specialist's infiltration ability was not highlighting enemies on their mini-map. So two of those are related to Ewok hunt, and if you didn't know, there was a way as a stormtrooper to get into the, uh, the Ewok village The Ewok village through their little transport. Which should totally be a thing. Yeah. It should be. You should infiltrate their village and have <laughs> 10 stormtroopers up there spawn camping and killing every Ewok. <laughs> uh, Not just the women Ewok, but the children Ewok too. <laughs> and not just the men, but the women and the children too. It's not the Mentos, the Wimentos. <laughs> uh, they also fix a lighting issue in the cave on uh, Ewok Hunt so it is less overpowered 
it's still overpowered, but less so um, when you do go in the cave, it's going to be much dimmer, much more dim. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it is really light in there and all the stormtroopers go up there. Mm-hmm. That's the I only mean, way to the survive. Ewoks are kind of overpowered, so it kind of made a balance-ish. Yeah. But still, if you have a halfway decent team, they can block out all of the exits, so it won't really affect you anyway. Yeah. Um, another thing on the same note of the communication for for the community, Benwalk had this awesome uh, reply on Reddit. Okay, so on the Reddit, uh, all of the developers have been pretty frequently on there, but Forge Benwalk takes it to a whole nother level. So on one of the posts, he basically hijacked it. Quote, I get that you want things yesterday, but things always take time. And yes, I'm aware you've been waiting. You have a right to be angry. As I've said before, I can't change the past. I can only help dictate the future. In the last month, I do believe that communication has improved and it will continue to do so even more. There's ev- there's a more presence on here, Twitter, Discord, multiple channels, and the forums. We went live with the first community transmission, which not only went into more detail than ever before, but actually confirmed things were coming and when. Things like the hologram re- removal, for example, previously you wouldn't have had nothing on that, not until the patch notes were live. The next community transmission is complete and going through the last few editing tweets, tweaks and checks. I'm already working on the next two after that. We've pulled patch, note forward, patch notes forward by request, so they are available to read before a patch goes live. Nothing major, but is what people wanted. Do you have answers to every single question that is being asked? I'm afraid not. Will we ever reach a stage where that's possible? Probably not. I don't know any game or entertainment product that is able to answer everything their fans ask. There's always going to be cases where some announcements are tied to something bigger, such as an event, or maybe it's uncertainty over whether that feature will arrive, or perhaps it's just that plans are already in place to announce it in X days, but by speaking to it earlier, you ruin the announcement. Progress is happening and will continue to do so. We will be communicating more, we'll be more transparent will be more human, actions do speak louder than words, and it's these actions that are being put into place. Yeah, that was a lengthy comment. We haven't seen that in a while. Yeah. That was addressing both, because Reddit is not the most positive place for Battlefront. No, it's not. <laughs> Saying the least. <laughs> that, that's being, that's putting things lightly. I mean, I know he addressed that. I know fans have a right to be angry. They've been waiting patient, somewhat patiently. As patiently as uh, as Reddit can can be, yes, <laughs> yeah. But addresses some most of the major issues, and I do agree that their communication is out of the out, off the chain here recently, especially with this new community manager. I mean, Sledgehammer was awesome, mm-hmm. but he's like taking it to another level. Yeah, particularly uh, Sledgehammer was great uh, during the Battlefront 2015. Before he actually left, it was kind of easing back a bit, and I think that's when fans were more more vocal about them being not vocal. Um, but now that Benwalk has taken the lead, the communication is, as you said, off the chain. Going back to the 90s, there. <laughs> Yeah, especially with this uh, the transmission thing, mm-hmm. where it is, it's not even like 
it's 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 actually on top of all the patch notes and all that, which is awesome. Yes. So it's another form of communication for the community manager. I mean, and it's a hard job being in a community manager. Oh yeah, like he's like the only person that involved in the forums. Mm-hmm. Like the main, the main, the big yeah. honcho. Like you're saying, it's not an easy job being the the face of dice, uh, especially especially since all of the debac- the huge debacle and the the controversy around loot crates and how everyone loves to hate Battlefront. And it, it's hard to be during this time where they're doing everything right, but still, they still have all of the the past mistakes and uh, the past mindshare that is still there. It's It's difficult to be the voice of reason among everyone who is unreasonable. Yeah, it's also kind of hard on him. Like he doesn't, he don't, he doesn't make these changes, but he's responsible because he's saying them, and people are going to get angry at him for doing, for just posting about other people's, you know, patches and all that, mm-hmm. which is another hard part of the job. Exactly, it's one of those one of those things where he is not necessarily making the changes, but he has an integral part into yeah. those changes being made. It's basically a comparison is like he's the waiter and the people that the chefs in the back are dice. Yes. And he has to serve the people the food. And if the food's not satisfactory, guess who they yell at? The waiter. The waiter. That's actually a good analogy. <laughs> a very good analogy. Well put. So let's let's actually go into that a bit. What in terms of communication across the complete landscape of video games? the landscape of video games and the the kind of communication that dice has specifically now that dice has now let's put it into that frame so dice has been killing it with their communication how do you think they they stack up to other games in terms of that communication especially since it's what november December, January, February, March, April, 6 months into the game's life cycle compared to other games how does that match up? I mean, it's it's at, I mean, it's on the level of most popular games right now. The communication, yeah. I'm not gonna say it exceeds because a lot of games, uh, example Fortnite, like they are really on top of patch notes. Mm-hmm. They inform through Twitter and all that. So I'm not gonna say it's that that level of communication, but they're getting there. Yes, especially on a game which had such a huge huge controversy controversy at launch um, especially since they are tied with a an IP that is in and of itself very secretive Star Wars is unmatched in terms of the 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 lockdown of information regarding that franchise yeah every little thing has to go through Lucasfilm they're trying to keep it as canon as possible obviously some of the multiplayer games are not going to be like that mm-hmm. but they still have to put it through because it has to be Star Wars like. Um, on that same note, what what do you think in terms of communication could be better? What what what's one or a couple things that you think would be a good fit? Personally, I would love to see reaching out more, having more interviews with content creators. Uh, I would love to see them start maybe a, their own streams or YouTube channel. Yeah, like you said, I would like to see that. Like, 
whenever a DLC came out, they would have developers on there to you know stream and mm-hmm. talk about the game. They did that at EA Play before they launched. They had Battlefront updates and Star Wars HQ do live streams with Dennis Brenval and. Uh, Paul Kesslin was also on streams with IGN as well as Kevin McLeod. Maybe if they just like, whenever something major came out, they would, you know, they would stream. A couple of the uh, developers would take turns playing the game. The one that wasn't playing would answer questions while the gameplay's going mm-hmm. through the Twitch stream, the chat, keep track of that and answer questions, which be which be really helpful for the community. Exactly. Just having a live way to speak with the creators of the game would be nice. Also, I know a lot of the, the developers do answer questions, but I'd like to see a little more frequent with that. And maybe the EA Star Wars tweets, what questions and concerns do you have with the game? Yeah. They, the e- they list those, and then they answer those. The EA Star Wars Twitter is junk. <laughs> In I terms mean, of communication regarding actual changes very to the game. Very sugar-coated. They, they say the positive stuff. They don't really answer questions. They you know they do the kind of stuff that companies do. Mm-hmm. Cookie cutter. It's very cookie yeah. cutter. Um, and I didn't, it's not Craig. It's uh, not Kevin. It's Craig McLeod, uh, who's the producer on the game. Uh, he was on some live streams. But I would love to see more more prominent, more interactive more personal tweets and things like that from the ea star wars twitter right now it's basically top tens or top fives or highlights of cinematics uh sadly it's not much cinematic captures it's like that cinematic captures has been covering awesome pictures of the game for years and i've only seen his content on there like a couple times yeah but back to the point just having a stream would be so amazing for the game. I mean, it'd be awesome to watch. It'd be entertaining because they'll be playing the game and discussing patches and what how it implements into the game. Because most of the time when you know a normal player reads the patches, like even me, I have trouble understanding how that implements in the game. Yeah. What what does ten less health mean yeah, in what actual gameplay? Zero point five recoil less drop off. Yeah. Do how does that in practice impact? And I think streams would be a perfect way to do so. Uh, I know the Los Angeles team at DICE, they just recently set up a whole streaming room at their offices, which looks awesome. And they don't even have to do that. I mean, it's relatively easy to do a stream, especially at a place where computers are everywhere, especially where a place like... um, Sweden, where the internet is much better <laughs> than the the internet in the U.S. Yeah, they've done it in the past, and it's been solid streams. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't they have could to be definitely implement it. too fancy. Um, I would just like to see developers playing the game, talking about what's upcoming, what what kind of things can we expect, especially since uh, the community around the gameplay of Battlefront Two is such a a big community, a a community that is conducive to that kind of thing. Like the people that are playing Battlefront are the people that really enjoy the games. They're the people that are listening to our podcast. They're the people listening to Elliot and his videos, watching his videos, uh, As a True and uh, Reva Tim's Star Wars HQ. Star Wars HQ. Those those Norwell Dave. Yeah, the people. Well, Norwell Dave does more uh, other. He games still now. covers the game. Yeah. 
But the people that play the game are the people more likely to watch those streams, watch uh, the content, listen to the content. Um, There is always an open spot on our podcast to talk to the people that work on the game, kind of spread some light on the different things. Like My favorite episodes have been the ones where I've interviewed uh, the people working on the game. One of my favorites is uh, interviewing Walt Williams and Mitch Dyer. That was so much fun. Uh, Paul Kesslin's Paul Kesslin's a great guy. That was a really fun episode. Um, but just more of a communication where we actually see the people. We have a face to put to the game, and it humanizes it more. So it's not like Dice is just this blank faced person that we can rage at. It's an actual person behind a screen, uh, working on a game, putting hours and hours and hours into it. I guess to wrap this up, play Ewok Hunt while, while you still can. Yeah, definitely a solid game. The best so far, in my opinion. I would definitely say so. Um, I, I look forward to whatever they have in the future. Like if they can bring this out after the progression system in so little time, I would suspect that they've had to work on it. It now that they've got the progression system out of the way, I am. I don't even know what to expect. Ewok Hunt surpassed all of my expectations on what a a limited time game mode in Battlefront 2 could be. Yeah, it's not just like a game mode that has a different mechanic. Mm-hmm. It's like, like a completely different game. Yeah, it's like a completely different game. Like a survival horror game, really. I just hope they learn from that and implement more hunts in the future. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be content with every limited time only game mode to be a hunt. <laughs> yes. If it's well done, definitely. Um, but I'd also love to see them just try off the wall ideas. Maybe they have a Darth something, Vader. Yeah, something we don't expect at all. Yeah, like having just one villain versus a set amount of characters would be mm-hmm. fun. I mean, they can go crazy with limited time only game modes. Yeah. It's like it's so creative because we were not expecting Ewok Hunt. That no. was a complete surprise. I was expecting another like re a revamp of a Battlefront 2015 game mode. Now that we know they can be like really creative with the game, mm-hmm. it's going to be cool to see what they do. Definitely. But I think that's about it for this episode. Uh, obviously, we could talk forever about Ewok Hunts because it's so awesome. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at SWB Podcast to keep up to date with the news as it happens. Uh, it's a good spot because anytime, anytime I'm on there and I see a something I think is interesting that we that maybe we we will cover in the podcast, but a little bit later on, you can get it as it happens on our Twitter, which is at SWB Podcast. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast, or uh, through PayPal, paypal.me slash sheep T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P. You can also support us through Utini, utini.com slash battlefront, and use the code SWB Podcast to get $5 off. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. And you can uh, reach us through email, battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. And one of the best ways you can do so to support us is through leaving us a review on iTunes. So helpful. It uh, lets other people know that our podcast is still prevalent, it's still active, and it um, helps us to get feedback from you, the listener, who are the most important people to make this podcast possible. Uh, we really appreciate any and all support. Uh, reaching out on Twitter is always fun. Uh, I love responding and talking to you all on Twitter. It is so much fun. I, I, I love when I get a notification about a, a tweet that I'm tagged in or something that's specifically targeted at the podcast. And I think it's about time we do another a Q&A 
episode of the podcast on like the state of Battlefront and that kind of thing. Our Discord is still an awesome place to hang out, talk Battlefront, have a good time. It is always fun. We've been, uh, the meme channel on that is spot on. Memes on fleek. On the fleek. Meme game is great. I just, I just held up the okay sign on the podcast. (laughs) You can listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you find podcasts. As always, thanks for listening. And may the force be with you.